Welcome to the Why Weight Elevate podcast, where we share key information to help you lose weight the right way and then transition to a lifestyle that helps you keep it off. Our hosts are experts in obesity medicine and have collectively treated thousands of patients for obesity and are here to help you on your own journey. All four of us are busy parents, so we totally understand what it's like to try and live healthy while also trying to stay on top of the busy demands in our life. Thanks for taking time in your busy day to join us. As some of our hosts have medical licenses, we have a legal disclaimer to share with you. Here it is. Please note that our podcast is not intended to, and shouldn't be considered, a substitute for professional medical advice from a doctor or other qualified healthcare professional. You should always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare professional with questions you may have regarding your medical condition. You should not rely on this podcast for medical diagnosis or treatment, and you should never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of our content. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Why We Elevate podcast. Today's topic is protein. Basically, we want to talk about like how much protein do you need to eat? What are the ways you can get into your diet? How do you calculate it? So we're going to have a big discussion about that. So let's start, without further ado, a talk about protein. I think we should start, what is protein? Well, it's a buildup of the amino acids. And it gets broken down to the amino acids. It is essential. Um, we, that means we have to eat protein in our diet um, or we, will have, um, we won't get all the amino acids for cell body functions. And if you don't eat technically meat, eggs, something like that, if you're more of a vegetarian, you've got to learn how to mix and match your different protein sources to get all of your amino acids. Yep, to make a complete protein. So each plant source of protein is not ever a really a complete protein. So just eat an egg and that's a complete protein. Unless you're a vegetarian or a vegan, <laughs> yeah. don't or eat the you egg. Just can't eat eggs. I, I, I'm just saying, you've got it. That's where I was joking with patients and going, I want to be vegetarian, which is fine. Don't get me wrong. But you've got to know what you're doing, not just not eating meat. So, how much protein does a person need to eat? So, I'm going to start with the RDA, There's, um, which is the recommended dietary allowance. It's the minimum you need, um, which is 0.8 grams per kilogram of your body weight. So, you take your weight in pounds, divide it by 2.2, and times that by 0.8. But this is the minimum. And I mean, we were talking about how many different equations there are to calculate protein. There are a lot out there and it's different disease states. It's different lean body mass. Um, you've got, if you've got a lot of fat mass, it all takes into account um, how much protein you need. So it kind of, you have to really tailor it, but at the minimum, if you're trying to track, you need at least 0.8 grams per kilogram. And most of us would be starving with that, with just that minimal amount. Okay. So add more. But again, the only thing, well, he's, there's lots of medical problems we need to look at. To, we don't want to go too high in protein, but a lot of people bring up the I have fear of having damage to the kidneys if you get too much protein. That usually only occurs if you've already had some underlying kidney damage, usually stage four or stage five. And if you don't know those numbers, you probably don't have it. If your doctor or your nephrologist has not said it, don't be concerned. Um, and then like the body weight, like bodybuilder world, sometimes they go really, really high in protein. They use actually their body weight in pounds um, and do like one gram of protein per 
your weight in pounds. And so that can go up if you weigh 180, that could be 180 grams. Or going back or go back to the calculation you did versus that 0.8, they'll go up to two. I've even heard some go up to 2.5. So don't go there unless you are very physically active and you're trying to build muscle. But the average person, again, somewhere depends on where they are, probably somewhere between probably one to 1.5, somewhere in that range. What would you think, Kelsey? That's that's pretty accurate for people who eat meat. I see women have a harder time, and I don't mean to generalize, but people who don't like meat, I should say um, more accurately, have a harder time even getting to that 0.8. So how do you even determine that I'm getting that amount, right? Does it depend on what type of foods I'm eating? Yeah, I mean, or you can kind of, you can pull off, um, and we'll put this on the show notes, be a good list of like the proteins and how many, like in a a serving. So like in a chicken breast, like a three and a half ounce chicken breast has 53 grams of protein. That's so impressive. You just pulled that out of your back pocket. I was going (laughs) to say back pocket too. (laughs) I do talk about this a lot. This is the same example. Just kidding. Um, My, My question is, is that what's in it? Or what's bioavailable. Oh, so you're bringing up the bioavailability. (laughs) So what is this? Teach me. (laughs) The bioavailability is how much your body can actually get out of that food. So just because you put it in your mouth doesn't mean you're going to actually absorb it or actually have that much to use. Especially if that protein's coming from a more of a plant or a nut-based, you're not going to absorb as much versus if it's meat or fish protein or not protein fish beef pork chicken chicken or the egg whatever you're going to absorb or have the ability to absorb more from that than you would from quinoa or peanuts nuts and those types of things before we started recording you guys were talking a little about protein shakes versus steaks and which protein is easier to get there's some research on that right dr rigby there is research out there i know there's some debate on it some would say at least from my opinion if i drink protein shakes i'm still hungry even though i'm getting x amount of calories not amount of protein i almost need something on top of that now again it's not always fiber but it's more of the structure of the protein the chewing the chewing Plus also the stretch in your stomach, the stretch receptors might need a bit more, something more solid. There's lots of debate why and how, but there is research that shows that, and that way we were arguing that, is if you're having protein shakes with coming from the, the drink, you're actually absorbing it quicker, some would say, and others would say. Not absorbed. It's not absorbed as well. Exactly. So it's that bioavailability. So it's, again, how you're responding to the type of food that you're you're eating. So some people, um, those premier protein shakes are really popular. Um, they have 30 grams of protein, 150-ish calories. And um, zero fat or almost zero. zero. Yeah, and like one gram of carb. Um, and so some people will feel full after that, but a lot of people don't. They need that in addition to other things. And that's probably part of what Dr. Rigby was talking about with the chewing and the stretch receptors. Because 30 grams is... Pretty uh, closer to the top max amount, as, um, how should I phrase this, amount of protein we can absorb at one time. So there is a threshold of how many actually grams of protein we, our body will absorb and then excess will just go get stored as fat. And that's part of it is one, one of the arguments is if we're going to eat multiple times a day, you need about the same amount of protein with every meal versus Unfortunately, our standard American diet is usually very low protein for breakfast, moderate with lunch, and high in dinner. The one idea is we're going to eat three times a day is try to have the same amount of protein 
throughout all your meals. Our body likes balance and consistency. Yes, sure. it does. Unless you're eating <laughs> once a day and then it doesn't really matter. Whatever you eat is what you're getting. Do you know how long it took me to figure what OMAD means? OMAD? Yes, like way too long. One what does it mean? Meal a day. Uh, I know that now. <laughs> That's awesome. Anything else you guys want to say about protein? You need uh, it. protein sources. Let's talk about all the different protein sources. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, I mean, meat first comes to mind, but if you don't like meat, there's other options. Quinoa is one of the grains with protein in it. Um, there's tofu, so soybeans. Um, so, in general, there's fish. Nuts, seeds, all eggs, have eggs, um, protein powders, um, dairy products have some protein in there. And the protein powder, the protein, going back to the protein powders, there's a variety of different types of protein powders. You get it from pea protein, you got it from whey protein. So those are a good plant-based, like the pea protein mm-hmm. is very common in like the vegetarian or vegan protein powders and nuts. That's if you can tolerate them. How about, how about legumes? So it sounds like there are a lot of proteins in those. Or yes. is, it, is it the right? I mean, is it a complete protein? Mm-mm. It's not a complete protein, but it is a, I mean, if you compare it properly, you can make a complete protein. With Are what? They, oh, man. Rice or? No. I have, to, I know, I would have to look. I'll, I'll link the, there's a specific chart we can look at. And so I'll link that in the show notes. With, okay. That teaches you how to make, pair different plant based proteins to make a f- complete one. Okay. So go have your protein with every meal, not just too much or not too much, but definitely have protein. If you like it, great. If you don't like it, we've got to be smart of how to get some type of protein somehow or another. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on the Why Weight Elevate podcast. We want to hear what you think about this episode and encourage you to continue the discussion in our Facebook group. The name of the group is community of people elevating their mind and body to lose weight. Or you can search for our Facebook page, Why Weight Elevate, and our group is linked on that page. Also, if you found this episode to be helpful, can you share it with your friends that you think would appreciate listening to it? And if you found our podcast to be helpful, we would love it if you could leave us a review. It really helps others hear about this podcast, and we really want to help as many people as we can. Thank you.